Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. I'm here with the fabulous... King Petrus, look at that hair. What's up? <laughs> got that tease going on. <laughs> They're born in like Cologne, right? In Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cologne, Germany. It's oh, in the yeah. west of Germany. It's super pretty. What was the... Like a big yeah. uh, like <coughs> cathedral thing in the middle of it. it. Took like 300 years to build or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's super pretty. Mm-hmm. What was the environment kind of like, or like the house that you grew up in? Can you describe it? Um, the house I grew up in, I grew up in like super countryside Germany, mm-hmm. like wow. cows, horses. So there wasn't really much going on, and I was kind of just like always on my computer, just like I don't know, I just always wanted to be somewhere else, yeah. like dreaming of like moving to a city or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a little boring. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> or do you think you got that side of your personality from are your parents like that? They want to see more, like you're more adventurous and like risk taking. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just always, I just always wanted to move to like a big city and just like see the world and yeah. yeah I just that's like my. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what do your parents do? Mm. So my dad's an architect, and my mom's a dancing teacher. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cute. <laughs> so you, I guess both of them are kind of creative, then. that's where you got your creative yeah. sides from. Yeah, totally. I mean, at the same time, like, my, my mom, like, sings jazz songs all the time at home. Like, my whole childhood was just, like, Miles Davis songs and, like, Billie Holiday and just jazz all the time. My dad plays, like, eight instruments. He's crazy. And he used to, like, pick me up from school and, like, practice trumpet in his car waiting outside and it used to be so embarrassed oh, so <laughs> he'd like play the trumpet like at red lights like <laughs> he was so obsessed with trumpets it was yeah he just like went that's through that's how you got so obsessed with music yeah so yeah my, my, my yeah. parents are like uh, yeah they're super creative and yeah awesome they're and so cool that they're open-minded too to have you let like surgery like so early on yeah yeah i mean yeah. i mean that whole thing is kind of just like, since I was like, I don't know, like, you know, since they know me, I was yeah. just like, I'm a girl, you know? Mm-hmm. So it really just wasn't like a big deal to them mm-hmm. at all because it was always like, okay, uh, it's clearly, it's clear that she's a girl. Yeah. And um, yeah. And also, my mom knew, a, you know, transgender. Oh, um, that helps a lot. It's like figured they know someone. Yeah, they're they, very like educated know, about yeah. that. And That's really good. Yeah, yeah, I got so lucky, so so lucky with my parents. Mm-hmm. And then you have like sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they like older than Two you? Two older or? sisters. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do? So uh, one one of them, like the older one, she uh, animates like little like animated series and stuff like mm-hmm. that in Germany. The other one is just like a free spirit and is always doing something different. Like, <laughs> she's just always, I don't know, whenever I get a hold of yeah. her, she's always onto something different. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Do you remember who showed you like Dusty Child and Fergie early on? 
who showed me hmm I feel like I kind of just like found yeah. it on my own just mm -hmm. like you know being obsessed with like MTV oh because you're watching a lot of also like 80s films <laughs> oh yeah a ton of 80s films like yeah my mom's super into movies so I, I love movies and I love watching them I, I like I feel like I take a lot of lyrics from like good lines in movies <laughs> I just steal them yeah but don't tell anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh yeah love movies were you finding, was this all through like MySpace or like YouTube or what were you looking at early on for your early inspiration to find all these like pop singer For culture? sure, yeah. I mean, I was just like on the internet, just yeah. everywhere. I had a MySpace, I had a YouTube, everything. And yeah, I just like watched all this stuff, all their stuff on yeah. YouTube all the time. Yeah. What clicked to you to do like YouTube covers earlier on? Mm, well, I just felt like, I don't know, I, I was just like living in a tiny town in Germany and I was like, okay, nothing's ever gonna happen if I don't do something. So I, yeah, I just made covers and yeah, then like some of them got really poppin'. and got like over a couple million views and yeah. And that way I kind of met like a couple producers who would yeah. like send me tracks to write on, which would be great because I'd usually just like do my own little tracks on uh, GarageBand, but I suck at producing a little bit. Like I'm not great. Like I can like do a drum pattern and, and, a, and a synth line, but I'm not awesome. So it was great that like you know producers started sending me stuff. How do you describe yourself back then, growing up? Oh my god, growing up, I was so nerdy. I don't know. I was just like on my own all the time, just like trying to write songs. It was just just always me. Mm -hmm. I like ran home from school to be by myself <laughs> and like chat with my like online friends and yeah make like mm -hmm. songs and watch Britney Spears music videos <laughs> like that's just like all I wanted to do as a kid. Did um, you like school though? I hated school yeah. so much I mean also like I felt I always felt like school hated me too you know so it was just like mm -hmm. I don't know I got bullied pretty bad and like I don't know I just like didn't, didn't like it mm -hmm. at all and I felt like most of the stuff I was learning I was like boring I just want to write songs and that's what I'm gonna do mm -hmm. you know so yeah I, I always hated school but I yeah obviously had to go yeah <laughs> yeah and what did your parents think of you like wanting to get into pop music so young because you didn't really have like musicians around you that they like understood <laughs> like what is the pop route or like what do you have to do mm -hmm. Well, when I was like a kid, I was I was like I'm gonna be a, a pop star. Mm -hmm. I mean, first I was like I want to be an Imagineer, which is like Disney roller coaster oh, engineers. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was like I want to be a pop star, and they were like, okay. I mean, I was a kid, so they were like, yeah, you're gonna be a pop star. <laughs> they were just like sweet. Um, but then I feel like once I found like the songwriting route of it, and I really started working on my songwriting. Um, it's kind of like in a more like accessible lane to get into. Like I feel like more people understand being a songwriter and you know, just like, I don't know, getting like your songs into movies and getting them to artists and stuff like that than being a pop star. Because there's mm -hmm. actual steps you can take to becoming a, a songwriter. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, get a publishing deal with uh, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then just like work your way up. And with being a pop star, it's kind of just like, how the hell do you just become a pop star out of nowhere, you know, yeah. like, yeah. So, 
I felt like it was great that I was like a songwriter first. Like kind of earlier on in Germany, before you like moved to the U.S., you were like doing things over there. You like did was it a laundry detergent like commercial thing that mm -hmm. you did? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wrote like a stupid little laundry detergent mm -hmm. thing, and um, yeah, and like one other thing for like a cell phone company. Oh yeah, it was just like yeah. It was pretty yeah. whack. <laughs> it wasn't great. Not my proudest. But then you also like modeled for like hair salon. There's like a yeah. yeah, you like did so many how old were you when you were doing that? I was like 13, something Whoa. like that. And I had just like emo hair and <laughs> <laughs> just like single pink extensions and smudged eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Those were <laughs> the days. And then, at what age did you did it click to you that you like had to kind of go to the U.S. and like make that jump? Well, so it was kind of I was trying to be you know to you know find people to work with in Germany, and most of them like told me that my music was like too pop oh, and yeah. too American and wouldn't work in Germany. And I never wanted to write German songs because I. It's, it's a beautiful language, there's some beautiful meanings to words, there's some beautiful poetry, but it sounds not so great sometimes. <laughs> I don't know, it's just like, it's such a harsh language, yeah. you know? I just always like the sound of English more um, mm -hmm. in songs, personally. Yeah. Even though there's some great German artists, I'm not dissing anybody. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I, I don't know, I just felt rejected in Germany, and like nobody wanted to like, work with me and like nobody understood what I was trying to do and so yeah with like 19 I came to LA and I didn't really know anybody like I knew one guy who sent me tracks like via YouTube but yeah I just like came here with like no contacts and like no money and <laughs> nothing and just like tried yeah and then I started you know meeting other songwriters and I like really I slept on like studio couches. I wrote like three yeah. songs a day, you know, to get like good at it. I'm getting and goosebumps while you tell me. Like, <laughs> oh my Aww. gosh! Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was yeah. But I I felt like I like had to do that in order to get really good at it. Mm -hmm. And so, what yeah. did your parents think of the whole thing? Like you moved out here broke and like did they know your condition? Like you were living on couches for yeah, like months. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like tell them like the first few times yeah. I came here. I was like, oh my god, it's the best. And I like kept that from them. Yeah. So, um, because they're the sweetest and they worry so much and it's mm -hmm. like, I hate when my parents worry about me. But, um, yeah. I mean, I also, um, I went back, uh, like, from time to time because of the visa situation. Yeah. I didn't like want to fuck up that whole thing with just like overstaying my time, you know? So it's like, visa situation is also like a thing yeah I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> at all and then how were you able to meet your manager Larry Rudolph um so I met him um over like producers that I worked with and I I sang for him just like randomly I came to the studio one day and <coughs> it was like sing for Larry Rudolph <laughs> and um I did and I just sang for him on guitar and he loved it and yeah and he just he was just like I'd like to be your manager and mm -hmm. I was like yeah you manage Britney and freaking Miley like please <laughs> so did he that have was managers super before cool. him? 
Mm, yes, and I've had like a ton of pretty bad experiences with managers. You know, just like getting like signed up and then nothing happens and then getting dropped from them or you know, I don't know, just like weird situations and then they always keep like 10% of like everything that you make. So yeah, there's like a couple sharks out in the world and I've learned that lesson a couple times <laughs> but Larry's a, a really good one and I'm really happy about him yeah it's like calling Liam Neeson a little bit he's like so <laughs> calm and just like <laughs> I feel like he has like a solution for any, for anything and yeah he's awesome and then how long after so you were 19 when you first came here mm -hmm. and then how long after did you get your like publishing publishing deal I think I got my pub deal at like 22? 20? Yeah. Something like that. I had a song that Fergie recorded and um, that kind of got me buzz and every like publishing company wanted to oh, meet with me. Oh, is that the me. Bratz one? That <laughs> no, no, no. That's the song that's uh, in a Bratz movie. Oh. Like I wrote a song for a Bratz oh, movie. Oh, for the Bratz movie. Okay. It was a song called That's What's Up and then they changed it into Bratz What's Up. Oh. <laughs> so goals yeah <laughs> yeah no but I wrote a song that Fergie recorded and that kind of got me buzzing a little bit and then I took meetings with publishers and I like I was like yeah I write songs for other people that he had played them all of that and also here's my record and I had always like been planning that like master planning that once I get like attention for writing like something for somebody else I <clears throat> you know just slide in my, my yeah. own artistry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not think of like putting out stuff by yourself and then like doing like your own singing before like going down the pub room or did you actually really want to write songs for other people initially? No, I, I love writing yeah. songs for other people for sure. Um, <coughs> I still like do it. I still have way too many songs for me to like sing them yeah, all. Yeah, you're a talented <laughs> machine and all of Thanks. them are such hits. So. Thanks so much. <laughs> I'm just trying to make bops over here. <laughs> but a lot of them were like urban artists, right? That you were placing like earlier on. Um, yeah, actually I didn't get many placements. That's the thing. Like I struggled pretty hard for like a pretty long time. But I was working with a ton of urban producers and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wrote with artists too, you know, that's a interesting thing mm -hmm. to like learn. Cause I was really before I came to LA, I was really used to writing songs completely on my own in like my mom's basement. And then once you learn to, you know, collaborate with people and, you know, take their thoughts and really like, I don't know, it's just you get into a groove with people and into like, I don't know, just when the vibe is right and when there's magic, then it's, then it's great and it can be really cool. But it was like an important skill to learn was yeah. to write with other people. Um, and then artists, it's just like, yeah, they always have like their own, or I mean not always, like some don't have any idea, and they're just like do whatever, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which is not my favorite type of artist to work with, but um, yeah, with most artists it's like they have like some words that they like, and they like tell you a story, or like a sentiment that they like of something, and then they just like want you to like make it into a pop song, mm -hmm. so it's all really fun, and I enjoy it, like every part of writing songs. How were you living like financially when you first arrived? Were your parents like helping you out or? Um, no, I mean, I mean, I was waitressing before I came, so I saved up for a ticket to LA. Um, I was waitressing in Germany. I couldn't really do anything here, so 
every time like the three months that I'd come back, I'd like take some little job or something to come back to LA. Because mm. you can only be here three months in a, yeah. at a time. And you got to go back for a little bit and then you can come back. Um, yeah, and actually like the last time that I like got in, they like pulled me aside and they were they were like, yo, this is the last time you're getting in without a visa. Like you have to get a visa the next time. And that was the time I got my publishing deal. Everything so, worked uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was pretty magical. <laughs> and you blew all your money right from your deal on your place. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know. I think it's such a like LA thing. I'm I'm re actually really happy that I did it. Like I, I just like rented a place in the hills and <laughs> it was really freaking nice. Uh, yeah, but I ran out of money like so quick and just like chilled in my nice house with like <laughs> cup noodles. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then what were you say were the early like milestones that you were able to get your own like music out there? Like after you found Larry and then how were you able to like put more and more stuff out there and do less of the songwriting for other people? Well, I've been focusing for like the last two years, three years, I've been really just focused on my record. You know, I've had like, I, I've been working for Larry I think for a year, you know, and I, I put my first song out like six months ago. Um, yeah, I've, I've been just like in the studio working on my own stuff for a while and I don't know, I just felt like the right moment to just put something out and also just like Spotify, we took a couple meetings with Spotify and Troy Carter and um, just like kind of really clicked, like they really liked me and I really liked, love the concept of Spotify and I think they're like the future of music. Yeah, they're pushing you so hard. Uh, I love it. They're the shit. I love them so much. And um, yeah, and then this like opportunity came along with being a Rise artist and they put up billboards and they put me in like all the great playlists Crazy. and it was just like amazing. I yeah. can't even believe that that's actually happening. But then the songs that you put out this year or the ones like last year, were these songs that you were like sitting on for a while? Or was it like kind of recent songs? Because you built up a lot like over time and then set a lot out like, but then you kept yeah. some for yourself. Are these like new ones or like really old? Hmm. So like Slow It Down was a, was a like newer one, but had an old demo that like really old, like five years old. <laughs> and then like, I Don't Want It At All is like one and a half years old. And then Hillside Boys is like three years old. I don't know, they're all like in this like five year span of mm -hmm. me kind of being in LA. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I wrote them. But I've been sitting on, yeah, I've been sitting on them for a while and it feels so great to just put them out and see that people like, like them. Because <laughs> I feel like I've been. They're so good. Thanks. No, but I feel like I've been listening to them so much. Like I know them inside <laughs> out, you know, I listen to them like every day. Because all I listen to is my own music, of course. <laughs> um, How yeah. do you decide which ones are more like personal to you, though? Mm, that you don't well, want to give to other people. <clears throat> hmm. Well, well, I think I, I think I always like stop working on stuff that I that I don't feel so attached to, and then just like think about, you know, oh, what if like another artist did that one? I feel like I only like go all out with the ones that I really love and the ones that really mean something to me and that really have like a part of me in them. 
But honestly, kind of every song means something to me. Like even if I, you know, I totally give songs away that mean a lot to me. Like if, 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 it, were, if it was a great fit for somebody else, for sure. Um, yeah. I think songs are not really good when they don't mean a thing to the person mm -hmm. who writes them. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> How do you decide your branding for like your music videos? Is this like something that have like you thought about when you were younger and then it's oh. like kind of the same or like it's changing every year like your branding but I feel like I still see the whole like Fergie and stuff so it probably drew from your early childhood. Yeah for sure I mean I, I love pop music videos that's always my main inspiration um, and I feel like I've like lived in pop music videos as a kid because I was just like <laughs> dreaming like daydreaming about like living a fabulous life like Britney Spears or you know the Spice Girls or just imagining what their life would be like but um I think my visuals just like come together with like creative people kind of like I had a photo shoot with this amazing photographer uh Charlotte Rutherford oh my god and her stuff is so nice yeah she's... I was I was also on a shoot with her <laughs> Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. Um, and we were talking about I Don't Want It At All and she loved the song and we were just like talking about should we just like do a video together because it, I feel like her aesthetic with it was just like a cool choice kind of. And um, she was like, hell yeah. And then me and my um, friend wrote, wrote a treatment and sent it to her and she loved it and she tweaked it. And yeah and then we were just like on it and it was happening and then she was like oh my god i just had a photo shoot with paris hilton you must have been freaking like, out inside the interview yeah i mean i was so freaking out um but yeah she just like sent paris the song and paris like responded kind of with like posting a snapchat story of her in her closet like dancing and posing to it and that was kind of like the yes I'm gonna yeah. be in the music video <laughs> so it was really awesome and then she came to set and was just like so cool and amazing and just like did her takes over and over and over and was not complaining it was just like super adorable took pictures with like everybody from like the crew oh wow yeah and just was super really really sweet <laughs> um so I loved it um, but I think that visuals kind of, yeah, they kind of just like come together and I think every visual I do, I'm just like, I don't know, I'll, I'll just like keep getting better and you know, keep developing like ideas and keep learning how to make a great video and uh, yeah, I feel like I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what's your decision to put out your song on Valentine's Day? Mm, well, the song? It's kind of like, it's basically like love suicide. I'm, it's like, I'm gonna give you my heart even though I know you're gonna break it. Like, um, yeah, it was just too good that Valentine's Day was around the corner <laughs> and, and I was like, that's a really sad song um, on Valentine's Day and let's do a whole thing around that. And yeah, and everybody was kind of down. That's <laughs> just how it happened. Yeah. What was your inspiration for that song? Well, that's very familiar, like, that's just, like, my life. <laughs> it's just, like, jumping into toxic relationships. <laughs> Happily. Like, Happily. with a smile on my face. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just imagining you. Yeah. I'm like, yay, break my heart! <laughs> About giving your heart to people that are, like, definitely gonna break it. 
like you don't care because like nobody else could break it better than them mm -hmm. you know you kind of want them to be the one to break it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what's your decision to perform in gay clubs um i just love it i'm just like having the best time ever of my life performing in gay clubs and i don't know and just like people that come through know every single word to the songs oh, wow. it, yeah it's super sick and um yeah i mean I'll, i'll hopefully go on tour and be supporting act on a tour and all that stuff but i always 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 want to play in a gay club like i i would play in a gay club like every night of my life <laughs> yeah how did you connect with charlie xcx so i went to um the sophie show sophie is an, is an amazing artist um and i was just so blown away like one of the best shows i've ever seen oh, wow. honestly like if you ever you, you have to go it's, <laughs> it's so good um yeah and charlie was there and yeah we just kind of said hi and partied a little bit and um then like two days the next day after two days after i think i'm not sure um she just like texted me yo do you want to like jump on this song with me uh and she sent it she texted it to me and i was like hell yeah because i loved it right away and then the next day i went into the studio um and yeah wrote it yeah and then i sent it back and she was like love it done <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so it was a really like quick thing and we yeah and we didn't like write together um on it you know but it was but it was so cool i don't know i just i love her i'm a yeah. very big fan of her <laughs> same how do you think your music has changed since the early songs you made oh my god so much yeah it's just like my first songs freaking sucked like they were so cheesy and they were so like pretty bad english <laughs> they were <laughs> they were like grammatically incorrect <laughs> and um yeah they were just like about my like dumb crushes in school who didn't like me back and i was just like playing sad ballads <laughs> in my bedroom and crying how do you think you're how do you think you've grown as a person since when you were younger um well i feel like i don't know i don't know i feel like i've definitely grown a lot i don't make as stupid of decisions as i used to <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i think i i think i can like have a better understanding of people and what kind of people are like good for me and what kind of people are not and like a better understanding of who i am and what i want to do and like my priorities in life and i know i know what like i love most um and that's really being in the studio and writing stuff and performing and uh yeah and i guess i i like got i feel like i was always used to be like pretty flaky as a teenager <laughs> it's just like i don't know and i feel like i i don't do that anymore I feel like i like show up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and but also i um yeah yeah i i hope i've grown a little bit okay. <laughs> what does success look like to you success kind of looks like being happy i think i think it's it's like everybody's definition of it is so different and i think for some people it's really like material things but uh which is great material things are freaking great love it but at the same time i feel like for me it's 
really writing next level songs. Like that's always been like my life goal is to be like an amazing pop songwriter. And I, I look up to like Max Martin and like Carole King and just like um, the Bee Gees and all these people <laughs> who wrote like bop after bop, <laughs> you know, yeah. like jam after jam, jam city. Um, that's kind of what I want my like career to be like but at the same time I think that's that for me is like also happiness is like searching for con concepts and for inspiration and then finding it and then getting that like lyric perfect and those are like my happiest moments yeah. honestly <laughs> that kind of ties into my last question but what do you want to be remembered for bobs <laughs> oh, I love that. That's the answer. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much.